0: It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast, your daily download of X-92 Nights, X-Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes, paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Tuesday, January 31st,
1: 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Last day of january.
0: Yeah.
2: The last day of
1: soup month. Both of those play a role here on the show. They do. They certainly do. Uh, well, I, guess, I guess I'll just give you a reminder that you can always reach out to us If you have anything you think we should talk about Or yep. comment on this Should we read everything you send We respond as best we can We're always down social media mm-hmm. or on our email. You can just email xmornings at x99.ca. It comes to both of us uh, on today's show. So this station was founded on a no-nickelback guarantee yep. back in 2007. Mm-hmm. And at the time, that was very relevant because you couldn't get away from Nickelback's music. They were everywhere. It's not as relevant now. No. We don't push it as hard. But people still bristle when they hear Nickelback mentioned yes. on the air at all.
2: Yeah, for a long time, we didn't even say the the name.
0: We
1: just was like Is that true? Because it was called the No Nickelback Guarantee, and you have yep. to say the word to talk about the...
2: Yeah, but then like as a, we just wouldn't ever speak of the name. It was oh. part of the joke, yeah. Because huh. the Nickelback Guarantee was very early on, and then people knew about it, but then even the name became a thing, so then people wouldn't even say the name on the station for a long time. And Like uh, Voldemort? Yeah, like Voldemort, yeah. Well, anyway, I said Nickelback a
1: bunch on the show today. You sure did. Play any music, we're still at our Nickelback free station. Yeah. I've uh, Got an etymology today. We're going to talk about something that everyone does that pisses Shauna off, and I think rightfully so. Another thing you just simply can't look cool while doing. Uh, we're talking about measuring your height on the wall. A pretty disgusting thing happened to my friend's kid just recently. This will, this will test your stomach, I think. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about songs that are just someone's name and a eulogy for an Alberta landmark after you're out of context clip of the show. Yeah. <laughs> the Beckler and
0: Shana podcast. Today's the
1: last day of soup month.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah
1: January soup National
2: month. National soup month.
1: Soup gets a whole month.
2: Which, I mean, to be fair, it's cold out and soup is great when it's cold, so I get it. I get it.
1: <laughs> We're going to have to... Uh, Get in the lab and work on some new soup parodies for next soup month. I know. For next January.
2: Although, it's funny because we did a bunch of these, and then we remembered that Saturday Night Live did soup parodies. That kind of took the wind out of our sails a little bit, because we didn't remember that, and people were pointing it out, and I was like, oh.
1: We made all these parodies, and everyone's like, this has been done. You're are like, like, oh, damn. Well... Some, Still, of the, some of our ideas were original, though. But the they soup were. Par- like this well, this will be the last soup parody we play for you this month. But this is from a few years ago. And this uh-huh. this Saturday Night Live did not do this one. You this they really did
2: ours. Yeah.
1: Time to bring that soup to the table, y'all.
2: That's good soup.
1: It's S to the P. I sip it. I
2: love me good soup. Yeah, soup double D. Sprinkle that pepper.
1: That soup is hot. Gonna burn your mouth if you ain't careful. <laughs> Throwing a big-ass spoon in the bowl. Come on, be a
2: crack.
1: Yeah, listen, look, you ain't sipping hot soup with me. I swing hard try to cool it down with a couple round ice cubes that I found. What's that brown? I sip it slurping down some beef barley. Fuck that split pea, radioactive green. Spoons and utensils in every direction. Servers and cooks taught a very hard lesson. Sneezing from pepper, so give me your blessing. Line them all up and I'll do some taste testing. This, please, please,
2: simmer at a hundred degrees. Sprinkle a little Parmesan cheese. Bake a little more so I can freeze.
0: Bis please.
2: Biz please. Simmer at 100 degrees. Sprinkle a little Parmesan cheese. Bake a little more so I can freeze.
0: Bizz, please. The Beckler and Shana
2: Podcast. Well, this is a big one, Beckler. As you mentioned in the news, the Mindbender Roller Coaster at West Edmonton Mall has shut down. I saw this. This is all over the place, this yeah, story. Yeah, it's a big deal because, of course, it, it seems like kind of a a place that everybody has gone at some point, whether or not you're from here or even Saskatchewan or Manitoba. It's like everybody knows of the Mind Better roller coaster and everybody's been to West Edmonton. I've been mm-hmm. on it, it seems. I've been so, on it. Have you been on it? Uh, yes. Yeah? Once. It's pretty. I mean, I have been on a ton of roller coasters, but it's a pretty thrilling one. It really is. It yeah. is. And a lot of people have memories of this. So. Do you remember uh, the story from way back about the accident? Yeah. Yeah, there was... That's pretty.
1: Three people killed, I think, in yes. an accident there in the, in the this 80s. This is part of
2: my eulogy. Okay, oh, sorry.
1: I'll just. You
2: know, let me, let me I'll get just there. i shut up and let you
1: okay, say your please. piece. here.
2: We're gathered here today to remember the Mindbender roller coaster at West Edmonton Mall. The Galaxyland Land coaster that's been around for almost 40 years and was kind of a rite of passage as a child growing up on the prairies. Although it certainly had its ups and downs. Boo. So sorry. And there was the crash that did it killed three people in 1986 although it reopened and had some safety stuff done and it was good after that it was the tallest indoor roller coaster in the world and although it was a little hard in your ass it was thrilling (laughs) it shook a lot of change out of people's pockets and caused a lot of poopers to pucker with its three loops and 100k speeds nearly
1: mine was one of those poopers yep
2: did, it, did you poop
1: it yourself or? no it puckered it
2: just puckered yeah I think a lot of people it did and some people even it blacked out
1: right? I did I would always black out in the second loop on yes, that yes a yeah. lot of
2: people did that as well which very weird that we do this oh, for enjoyment hey, isn't okay. it Yeah. oh you black out your pooper puckers and let's do it again guys anyway we'll miss you Mindbender. the news of your demise really threw us for a loop <laughs> I'm a
1: dad, t- dad and I don't even I'm like so these jokes
2: sorry <laughs> I know I know Eckler, do you have a musical tribute for us? I do, and
1: okay. feel free to jump in and help out with this one if you want. Okay, okay.
2: yeah. Rollercoaster of love. Big word. Rollercoaster.
1: Dadass.
0: News <laughs> change. The Eckler and Shauna podcast. We have a new segment
1: first thing in the morning on this show called the Out of Bed Banger.
2: Yes. And it's where we play a song that's kind of not necessarily on format for us. People can request it, and it's for people who are up that early with us, and we're like, yeah, we're going to toss that on for you.
1: Just something different, something to get your attention bright and early. Well, you something...
2: dress up a little bit, you know?
1: So this morning we played Me First in the Gimme Gimme's cover of Jolene by Dolly Parton. Yeah. And I was thinking about the song Jolene. That that song is such a monster of a song that I bet it made life slightly more difficult for anybody named Jolene. Do you think?
2: Yeah. Like, I think people probably constantly would sing that song to you for Name yeah. is Jolene. Oh, like the song. I don't know if, hey? like, more difficult, but probably annoying.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like totally. it, when people hear the name Jolene, that's probably the first thing they think of is yeah. that song. And I was trying to think if there are any other songs that are like that. I don't think there are very many. Like, there are lots of songs that have someone's name in the title, or the song title is just someone's name.
2: Like Roxanne.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. But. If you hear Roxanne, do you do you think of the Police song
2: immediately? I
1: would. You would? Yes.
2: That would think, be one of the few that I think I would. Yeah? I don't think, as you say, there's many, but that one for sure.
1: You know, like, there's so many songs that have the name Mary in it, but yeah. nobody hears Mary and thinks of a song. No. Or, like, even Rosanna, or Eileen, or Beth, or Angie, or... Yeah. Cecilia, Like, these are all very famous songs, but if I met someone with that name, I wouldn't immediately think of the song. Roxanne might be one of the other few.
2: It's, it's one of the few, be... I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, was, I was trying to think, because you're right. Like, Delilah, no. No. Um, I mean, Eileen, uh, I would probably think in my head, don't walk away Eileen, but it's not quite the same as Jolene. Or come like, on Eileen. Or come on Eileen, um, yeah.
1: What about Layla. Would you think of the Clapton song or the Derek and the Domino song? Maybe I would. Some-
2: I would think of the song, but again, yeah. I don't think it would be quite the same as Jolene.
1: What about Lola?
2: <sighs>
1: again, not to the same degree.
2: No, Jesse, maybe from Jesse's Girl. I could see that one, but, but, but there again, are just
1: so many Jessies, that's right? It, How many yeah. times do you meet a Jesse and you don't Im- immediately think of the Rick Springfield song? Yeah, Roxanne would be the o- maybe the only one I could think of other than Jolene, and it's because of the way that Sting sings it, right?
2: Yeah, Roxanne, exactly.
1: Um, you know, when we were growing up, though, I think there was a period of time. It's probably not like this anymore, but there was a period of time where anybody named Stacy had to field questions about whether or not their mom had it going on.
2: Yeah, that would be
0: really annoying.
1: But that was just a very short window in time. So it's, very a diff- short. it's different if the song is massive at the moment. Yes. Whereas Jolene has stood the test of
2: time. You're right. My mother, her name is Andrea. And uh, my aunt introduced me to a song that has Andrea in it that was popular way back when. And unfortunately, it has ruined Andrea for me ever since because I have a clip of it for you. This is by The Sunrays. Just listen to how annoying this is. well, Every time she's like, I'm like, holy hell, I'm glad it's the way they're saying it, (laughs) isn't it? That's the problem. What is going on over there? Shut up. The Beckler and Shauna
3: podcast.
2: I have another Terry of the Month nominee. If I could, it's a she Terry. Oh, girl Terry, Terry with an eye. And I know nothing is going to quite compare with the Terry that we had at the beginning of the month here. Or, no. Oh, actually, this is the last. Oh, yeah, it's still in it's January. It's
1: still January. That's okay. We it's never fine. actually end up awarding a Terry of the it's Month.
2: true. They're all winners. January, so. as we like to yes. call it. Yes. Uh, so she was on my backcountry ski, ski trip a few weeks ago. So, first of all, her, her real name is Rachel, but she's a, a tail gunner, which. The job tailgunner gunner al- alone just sounds Terry to me. Like Yeah. <laughs> so what that means is you follow behind the pack of skiers and you make sure nobody is left behind, basically. That's what she is as a tailgunner. Does she work for the She works okay. for the place that I was, yeah. Uh so she tail gunner Terry. Anyway, <laughs> she uh she loves to tell jokes. So every single joke she tells is extremely racy. She only knows inappropriate jokes, but she was super mad this year because she actually was on the trip last year as well. And this year she came up to us and she was telling us that she's had to tone down her jokes because she's gotten in trouble. Oh, wow. She's gotten some complaints about these jokes. So she went off on this tirade. <laughs> Terry wouldn't it. like that. Terry did not like that. She was talking about how everybody is a snowflake these days and they can't even handle a racy joke and how it's really <laughs> ruining her. And she was she was very almost... Timid about the whole thing, like oh, Terry really? really got a slap on the wrist for these jokes, and she was she again was not happy about it. So, all of this very Terry, very Terry. Uh, but she loves beer, her voice is super raspy, so it sounds like she's probably had a few whiskeys in her day. She probably some darts, maybe she's
1: off the darts now.
2: But, she actually is, but she wasn't, she was heavy on the darts mm-hmm. last year. So, I mean, Terry improving herself as well, which is great, but
1: <laughs> raspy voice, not allowed to tell you. Can't even tell a freaking joke exact, anymore. Everyone's a, so sensitive. You
2: sound exactly <laughs> like her. Everyone's a snowflake, <laughs> a bunch and I just snowflakes. Yep. yep, that is Terry right there. So Terry with an I. God bless her, but she is a Terry of the month. I'd say tailgunner Terry. Terry, Tailgun I can't even say it. Tailgunner Terry. A rare
1: female nominee. Yes. For Terry of the For Terry of the month. For Terry of the month.
0: The Beckler and Shauna podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you this: that chick having a dart saved someone's life a few years ago because her and I had a dart at the back of the pack. Yeah. And when we ski down, she said, oh, do you mind covering this side for me and just checking and making sure there's nobody stuck in a tree wall? Sure enough, I ski up to a dude who's like falls deep in a tree wall and dying. Anyway, I saved his life. But Holy her shit. Dart smoking, her dart smoking saved that guy.
2: But she's not on the darts anymore, is she? I didn't see her dart no. at least. She's still
0: smoking dart. Oh, is she? <laughs> okay. Wow, I'm assuming, like, that's never gonna stop. Well, this is what. A lady this is who what, brags about how much cheese she can eat. <laughs> it's, Frank, oh, and you just
2: reminded me of another story that I forgot about how with the one, The she, she was out with the one cat, and she was like, Oh, uh, this tree needs to go And then she lit the tree on fire And oh, everybody yeah. was freaking out was like, Jesus, but she did It was like, to help the tree Okay. But she's just like, that person Just takes her lighter and lights a freaking tree on fire And everybody's like, are, are, you, are you supposed to be doing that? or <laughs> Oh no, that's a
0: legit move Girl, uh, That
2: is hilarious I'm, I'm so happy that you know Rachel <laughs> She's one of a
0: kind She
2: is, and she is truly a Terry, hey?
0: That's uh, Terry with an eye. Cherry with um, an eye. It's such a gnarly place to think that just like a bunch. You want to talk about cherries? The guys who built that place are like dark smoking lunatic legends of golden who took chainsaws into the bush and built that place with their bare hands.
2: Yeah, I remember. So, Frick, who was telling me a story about that? Those guys too. And yeah, like how at night they would just go back up and rip. Like I don't. Yeah, in so much insanity <laughs> so, in the dark.
0: Yeah. When they were cruising around figuring out where all the roads needed to be and where the runs were going to be, they had no idea where they were. (laughs) They're just on, like, skidoos, right? Bombing around. And they'd get to the top of a hill and then go over the other side. And they would stick the sled in reverse because they didn't know. There's cliffs everywhere. They didn't know where they're going. (laughs) And they would just have to be in reverse just in case they were about to die. every time they did that. Oh, yeah, no, it was like... Like, the, the guy, I don't know how he's alive. I really don't.
2: <laughs> Nine lives.
0: Well, he got hit by an avalanche in a uh, snowcat. <laughs> like, he's building a road, and then all of a sudden, he's just, like, swept down the mountain. Wow. The, the all smashed in. The whole snowcat's full of snow. He's just, like, wedged in there in a t-shirt. Holy shit.
2: That is insane. Although, yeah, you in order to make a place like that, you truly have to... Be a exactly Terry, a right fearless there. Terry, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Fearless Terry.
1: Fearless that's a Terry. New,
0: that's the whole new dimension of Terry. It there's is. There's and then there's fearless Terry's.
1: The Beckler and Shawna Podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624-square-foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next-level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The
0: Beckler and Shawna
1: Podcast. A friend was telling me this story. He's got a young son, and his son wasn't feeling good for a few days. He had no energy. He didn't have any color in his face lots of bathroom trips oh, no. and after one of those bathroom trips my buddy went in got them all cleaned up and went to flush and there in the toilet was a huge worm it wasn't moving but it was clearly a worm he showed me a photo of it and I'll never I'll never unsee that I don't,
2: I don't know if i wanted to hear that people are eating breakfast right now i'm so sorry i didn't
1: know what time to tell this story where we would have the fewest people eating breakfast
2: yeah this is just not oh my god i couldn't just
1: keep this to myself
2: dear yeah i wish you did horrifying oh
1: so apparently they had been out at a rural property where the water had was a bit questionable it hadn't quite been treated yet and that's fine they were like drinking you know Bottled water and stuff, but he would this kid was in the bath and was like taking some of the water in in the bath. Oh my
2: god,
1: and uh, that's how it, it no, came. like if that happened to me, no, it would take me a very long time to get over that, maybe never, you know.
2: I don't know if the I time ever would.
1: A big worm fell at the back, yeah, no, like, oh,
2: yeah, that would f- I think that would be it for me. I would just he- be like, well, that's <laughs> that's all life has to offer, so here we are.
1: He is he freaked out and he called? Is it uh. 811 is yeah. that a health link? Yeah. And I was like, what do I do about this? And they're like, well, is it moving? And he like he watched it for oh like five minutes. He's God. like, no, it's not moving. They're like, okay, well, this is what you do. Oh.
2: And,
1: <sighs> oh. Um, oh. Another friend of mine. I don't. Uh, this is, uh, I don't want to know. No, we're on I the topic. Do,
2: no. You're going to tell another I one? I
1: got another one. Yeah, I got one more oh, of these. Oh, God. Another friend of mine was uh, working up on the border of Saskatchewan and the Northwest Territories and he was doing some some sort of the surveying work up there or whatever but he was living in basically like a tent for for a couple months and he was pretty well set up there like he had some amenities and stuff but um when he got back i guess again from the water he was going to the bathroom one time and he looked and there was a like a worm coming out okay. like coming right okay. out of him that's it and he's like he's like ah! what, what do i do well so i guess he just started pulling That is disgusting. And, uh...
2: This is not... Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have cats, I think, like, you can pull it out of a cat's butt. Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Oh. This must have been a lot more common before we had, you know, like, the water treatment facilities that we do now. Like, we're fairly far removed from this. So... But
2: I mean, if your New Year's resolution was to lose a little bit of weight, I think that this story probably just made it so no one is hungry. So, I mean, there you go, guys.
1: I would need like well, therapy after if that happened to me. I, don't, I, think. Think I, don't, I don't think I'd be the same guy. It'd no. be before the worm and after the worm.
2: Yeah. It would just like AD and BC. <laughs> well, that was BW. Okay, that was
0: BW here. The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
2: Did you measure your height growing up, Beckler? Like on a door frame or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's all still marked in in my dad's garage. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah.
2: Um. Also, as as a dude, was there a height that you dreamt of getting to? Like when you were growing up, was there a certain height that you were aiming for?
1: As tall as I could be. Okay. Like, if I would have been seven feet tall, I would have been thrilled.
2: And is, so. is that normal, do you think, for, for guys, to, to just, like, as tall as possible? I don't know. I was so into sports
1: when I was younger that I was just like, the bigger I am, the better this is going to be, so.
2: Yeah, because I know, I know as a girl, I wanted to hit 5'9 or 5'10 even, because that was kind of model height. Uh-huh.
1: You, know, got, you got almost right there, didn't you?
2: Five, eight and three quarters is uh, where I stopped. Pretty and close. I was so sad about it. <laughs> really sad. But yeah, it's funny because I don't think that's necessarily the case with all girls. I don't know if a lot of girls want to be taller, right? But for me, I know that was always the aim. I was like, I want to be that that height. I want to be taller.
1: I remember going on, like there was these tools online where you could put in your parents' height and how tall you were and stuff. And they try to predict your, your adult height. And it would say I was going to be... You know, six three or six four. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I ended up six six three, I think, just a hair under, maybe.
2: Interesting. Yeah, because six, six on skates. Like we would, of course, yeah. We would always discuss that, and I was like, I wonder if guys ever did the same thing. But I think you're probably right. If you are into sports, you wanted to be super yeah. tall. Uh, a friend of mine, he is very short, and uh, he says his parents' house still has the lines on the doorway from when he was measuring his growth. A cruel reminder. But yeah, he was saying like near the top, you can see as his height stopped getting much higher, oh. the frustration and the lines on the door frame. No. just like, oh, I was like, oh no, <laughs> it's all excited growth, growth, growth. And then it just slows right down. Like the notches in the wood just become a lot more severe Is he
1: like, come on, well, it's little more! I grew very fast. Like I was over six feet, I think in grade eight by the time I was 14 and then, you know, hit my final height and didn't grow much after that. But my parents wanted to keep marking it. I was like, but I'm not growing anymore. So there's like three or four years where I'm the same height. And it says, you know, this year, no growth, yeah. no growth yet again. I'm like, well, you don't want to see I'm, that because I'm done like,
2: growing. looks like a sign of failure yeah. right there. You're like, this, I don't want to see that. I'm not no growth. <laughs> Excuse me. If I see that in a report card, that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Cause I also shot up all at once. And at that time it wasn't good. Like I wanted to wait. I, I would have preferred to wait just a little bit later because I was the tallest in the class and I was the one who awkward, right? We've talked before about how I'm, Pictures I'm standing beside the teacher, so it's me looking like a TA, the teacher on the other side, and then all the short kids in the middle. Just a tremendous that giant lank, hey? TA weirdo. What's that? Yeah. Bruises that- is everywhere as so I'm just lanky and everything hitting everything. I'm like, oh. Is that
1: the alien from Zines yes. in your class?
2: I. So at that point, I was like, can I just, I, I want to get tall, but not yet. Okay, I will need to shrink. The
0: Beckler and Shana Podcast. Remember
1: a while back when we were talking about things that quickly make anyone uncool? Uh, it was inspired by getting the wind knocked out of you right Because it's yeah. very tough to like maintain your composure. some people get real uncool real fast They yeah. freak out They think they're never going to breathe again
2: well most people you assume you're dying yeah. that's what happens when you get the <laughs> wind knocked out of you so yeah it's not not pleasant
1: my friend also added getting zapped by electricity yeah he said like it, he's a tradesperson he said at a job site when someone gets zapped they're like
2: ah. it's <laughs> just involuntarily like, yeah. <laughs> it is
1: I was trying to think if there are any with the other ones we talked about I don't remember now, but Bo wanted to add one to the list. My oldest son, Bo, he's yep. eight. He stubbed his toe real hard yesterday. Oh. And he was like yelping around the house like, ah,
2: yep. ah. And I was like, nope. be cool, man. You can't look cool when you stub your toe. You really can't. Really hard, can yeah. And it's really
1: funny to think that that is a, a universal human experience. It doesn't matter who you are in the world. Yep. You could be the poorest person in a slum somewhere. You could be You know, the royal family. Can you envision
2: the queen stubbing her toe? (laughs) she definitely did and in she, her life. Oh, absolutely. She
1: whacked her toe on one of them big ornate bed frames. Yeah. And she was down on the ground. Ah!
2: Yep. I mean, I don't ah! think she would have sounded quite <laughs> I don't think she would have made that noise, but I, I picture her doing it quite pleasantly though, like, "Oh, puppycock." No. Oh, puppycock. <laughs> she did. she was in pain. No, she would have swore she a was, blue streak she I was bet, rolling around. Yep. But even the coolest Son of a- <laughs> yeah. The
1: coolest people in the world doesn't like think of the coolest person you know. I do toe before. Lenny Kravitz has whacked his toe yeah. and been rolling around. <laughs> ah, son of a
0: bitch! Huh? Ah! The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
2: You know what drives me bananas? Hmm. The whole fashionably late thing.
1: Like deliberately showing up late to an event or a party and the or fact something? fact that this is
2: now the expectation. So you had a party on Saturday mm-hmm. night, and it said start time 7 p.m. So I showed up there at 7 o'clock.
1: And it was just you and me for a while.
2: Like, the next person probably didn't come until 7.40.
1: Yeah, closer to 8, probably. Closer to
2: 8. And this drives me absolutely bonkers. When did this become a thing where if somebody sees a start time for a party like that, they go, Oh, well, that means I have to go at least half an hour later.
1: It's a good question. And is it a cultural thing? I don't know. Like, does does this happen in other parts of the world? Because you're right. It is now the expectation.
2: Yep. And I will do that as well now. And it it actually physically pains me because I like being on time for things. I do too. So when I see that a party starts at seven, I know that I can't show up at seven. So what winds up happening is I will be ready at seven. And then I force myself to sit my ass on the couch and wait (laughs) to make sure that I don't show up on time. But it hurts me to do that.
1: Yeah. And you're right. like you, you can't really show up right when the event starts because you're going to be the only person there for a while Because everybody else is fashionably late.
2: Yes. But the problem is, is that now, because nobody wants to be the first person, so that time just keeps getting pushed back further and further because then people go, oh, but if I go at 7.30 now, I'm going to be one of the first. So then we have to go at 7.45 to make sure. But then now people are not showing up till 8. So maybe I should go at 8.15. I'm like, eventually no one is ever going to arrive (laughs) at this party because nobody wants to be the first person.
1: Do you ever lie about the start time of the event to get people there? Be like, it starts at six thirty, knowing yep. people won't be there till seven or seven thirty.
2: Yes, I start doing that now because for this exact reason, mm. right? Hoping that people then will be like, okay, maybe they'll get there at seven thirty if I say six.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't like you wouldn't do it for anything else. No, right? Like you can't show up to work that late. Nope. You wouldn't show up to like a date that late or nope. anything. But parties. But parties. Everybody shows up late.
2: And it kind of sucks because there's uh, parties where people will have food and stuff that they want to prepare. And you can't even gauge it anymore because you're not going to put the food in the oven (laughs) if everyone's not going to be there for another hour and a half. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of is rude for the person hosting the party, but we all do it.
1: Well, like, even on Saturday, we had, like, the food and everything ready to go. I was showered. The house was clean. It was like six o'clock. I'm like, huh, people aren't going to be here for a while still. Yep. So then I had a couple of drinks by myself and then you showed up mm-hmm. and we had a drink. Yeah. And then still nobody there. No, nope. Yeah. Maybe we need to like try to change that. I want to We need to make it. a point of showing up when they say the event starts.
2: Maybe you should have a prize for it. You know, like say this is when my party is starting and like everybody who gets there within the first 10 minutes gets something.
1: Gets a, gets a souvenir bag. It's a swag bag. You
2: get, you get a swag bag. Okay. <laughs> Or a free shot or something. I don't know why. Something. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn
1: today? Our producer Manning is in here as well because he's going to do my what did you learn today. But why don't we do yours first, Sean? What did you learn?
2: Yeah, it's super quick. Um, I was just reading about urban centers and how fast they're growing in in cities. So there are now 28 megacities with populations of 10 million plus people. There were just 10 megacities in 1990. So that's how fast things are growing and around 54% of the world population currently lives in urban areas right now but by 2050 they're saying 66% of the world is going to wow. be in ur- urban areas so it's it's just nuts to see how fast
1: i wonder if that's people being driven out of the country or if that's just these cities growing more quickly i think like, it's are people moving
2: yeah or are people it's, in the it's an interesting question and these are things that i'm reading this was Pre-pandemic, mm. so I'd be curious to know. I mean, obviously things didn't slow down too much, but it, there was definitely a slow a slowdown of people wanting to flock to urban areas. When is Tokyo the biggest urban on. area in the world? It is, yeah. And then Mumbai? Uh, I think Mumbai is next. Okay. But yeah, thirty-eight million people live in <laughs> Tokyo, Canada. Yeah,
1: the size of Canada in one city. Yeah. That's it's, insane. Yeah, it's
2: always hard to fathom. Anyway, uh, what did you
3: learn? Okay, so Manning was telling me about this parasite. That Yeah, we I can't remember how we got on the topic of the parasites, but we- We were talking tapeworms. It was super gross. Oh, yes, yeah. you're, you're, you're correct. <laughs> um, and then it reminded me of this weird, crazy parasite that involves birds and fish. So um, it's more commonly known as the eye fluke. It's got a Latin name that I'm not even going to try and pronounce. Mm-hmm, so basically, it starts kind of in a bird. Um, it's in the digestive tract. It's a parasite. Bird poops it out lands in the water. Hmm. It's now in the water and it winds up infecting snails within the water and it further completes its growth cycle in a snail and then gets released into the water. Its end game is to wind up in a fish. It infects the fish, works its way into the fish's eyes. Oh, my God. Now, for the first half of the life cycle, it actually uses the fish's eyes to avoid getting eaten by predators because it needs to finish its life cycle. But once it's fully grown, it takes over the fish's eyes and purposely drives it to the surface to get eaten by birds. Repeat life cycle.
2: What? This is the most insane thing I've ever heard. This is so alien.
1: Very alien. How
2: is that... Oh my God! So did,
1: just to back up a bit, when the fish, when it's when it's actually benefiting the the host fish, does it does the fish have like supervision at that point, like that it can avoid predators? I think it's
3: just it's driving it down to deeper waters, keeping it away from getting eaten by the birds. So it's it's taking over the eyesight, basically. I
2: I don't know if I've been so nauseous on our show ever in the history of it being as we have today and all the disgusting things we've discussed. Like, I'm just... This
1: one is less disgusting to me and more just fascinating how it could evolve to do all of these
3: things, right? Because it's probably a fairly simple organism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's, I mean, it's it's survival instinct that, you know, takes over the fish and keeps it away from danger until danger is the next step in its life. Wow.
2: So advanced. That
3: is mind-blowing. So That's advanced. alien.
1: We need to so,
2: study that as a human and survival mechanisms, right? Like, absolutely. How do we get to that point?
1: How do, what do we do? How do we get inside a fish's eye? How do we get inside a fish's <laughs> eye to protect house?
2: it and then you we know, fly to the ceiling and then get eaten up? by wow. Oh, my God. The
0: Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna.
2: I've got a couple of them for you here, Beckler. Okay. First of all, the word genius. So that comes from the same root as the word genie. And I never thought of that before, but genie, genius, makes sense. Um, but both of them translate, that root word translates to meaning a spirit or a guardian that kind of looks over you. And when you think about a genie, well, it kind of grants you wishes, It's you know gives you things. And when you think of a, a genius, yeah, so the, the idea was the ancient Greeks believed that if you were smart or wise, it was because you had a little spirit on your shoulder telling you what to do or guiding you.
1: Okay, so that's the link to the so intelligence the part of it. that's the link to the
2: intelligence part of it. Is, is it that, Greek
1: in origin, or is it, is
2: it Latin? It is, well, it could be both, but mm. Greek is the one where they, yeah, thought that it was this little this little spirit, just like a genie is kind of like a yeah. little spirit that grants you things. So there you go. Uh, and then this is changing changing directions here, but the word yawn comes from the word gape, as in your mouth gaping wide open. So that makes sense.
1: How are the two connected? Uh, Well, this is what I'm... Two very different looking looking words.
2: It is. So this is what I found kind of interesting, though. The word chaos also comes from the same root word as gape. Now, how it all translated over is very confusing, but uh, chaos used to be basically referring to space or the sense of void or emptiness that existed before creation. So... Uh, Yawn was named similarly as when you open your mouth wide it's like this gaping hole, like this non-existent space.
1: It's so because now we think of like, chaos would be the opposite. Yeah. Chaos would be something very hectic and cluttered and like, you know, like a like a busy downtown during it's rush true. hour is chaotic. You yep. wouldn't think of emptiness. No. Be, and that's and, how
2: chaos began. And I wonder how, uh, like, that's another thing that's odd that it changed from meaning one to the other.
1: Those three words don't sound anything like each other. Gape, yawn, chaos. No,
2: I know. It's really odd how it all transformed into, but they both have the same root word. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because yeah, yawn being a wide open space chaos also though like that was seen as a negative thing right like the the chaos was because there was nothing yet so that was seen as this scary kind of the lack of the lack of existence which was always very frightening for people back in in the ancient greek times as well so
1: and now it seems like the opposite i know now that we've seen real chaos
2: I, <laughs> Now we know what Let chaos truly really means. Yeah. Space, emptiness. Yeah. yeah, that actually seems Quiet.
1: peaceful. That sounds wonderful.
0: Beautiful. with Shauna, the and Shauna podcast. There's a
1: podcast I listen to that uses uh, dynamic ad insertion. Yeah. So if you don't, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, basically you get a different ad depending on where you're listening from. So this is an American podcast, but I'm getting Canadian specific ads because it knows that I'm listening from from Canada. Um, but it's so funny because the ad that's rolling on this right now is the only one they have. The only sponsor they have at the moment is for Nickelback's World Tour. And the ad plays twice in a row at every commercial break. Twice? Twice. You don't
2: I, even just get it once. No, but twi- oh, good. You know sometimes
1: when they do that? They yeah, be like a Same right. role. Like on TV it happens. And I always think, is it a mistake? Are they just trying to fill time? Because I don't think we ever do that. Um, but this podcast is doing it. So every time they cut to, to to sponsor break, it's the same Nickelback tour ad twice in a row. And I would play it for you, but that would be in violation of the guarantee this station was founded on. Yes, you can't do that. There is some Nickelback music in the background.
2: Even saying their name is iffy, but here we are.
1: Um, this, it's funny though, because this podcast doesn't have set spots for breaks. It's just a guy talking for an hour. And then his producer goes in and like looks for natural breaks to put in. So he'll just be talking about something... And then it'll cut to this ad twice in a row with no warning or anything. And it's so, and also the ad is Produced way louder than the rest oh, of the podcast, great. so he'll be talking about something. Nickelback. That would be the enough. Get rolling tour. I
2: wouldn't <laughs> be listening anymore. But like, no more of that. And then the ad ends. It's Nickelback. To my ears, holy crap! Once again, it's great. so
1: it's so funny. I if I I would think it was a joke <laughs> if I didn't know better. Mm-hmm. Um, back to back Nickelback ads like six times throughout the
2: podcast hey everybody listening we'll never do that to you (laughs) we will never
1: get you with the Nickelback tour ad in the middle but imagine if we did
0: Nickelback oh god the get rolling tour you've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast brought to you by Shane Holmes paired homes that keep your neighbors noise on their side you want more then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X 92.9 Monday through Friday 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download it daily to whatever device you use. Later.